Hello, world, and welcome to Cartridge Club Portable. I'm your host, Curtis Freisel, and this month, my very special guest is busy trying to find the best gifts so he can reply to you on Twitter. You know him as Level11 on Instagram and at XMattBandyX on Twitter. That's right. It's Matt Bandy, everybody. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing good, Curtis. Thank you for, for having me on again. Welcome back. Little factoid. You are the first guest to make a repeat appearance on the Cartridge Club Portable. How does that feel? Uh, I feel good. It makes me feel special. Wanted. Oh, you're very wanted. And you're Thank very you. important to Cartridge Club Portable. And you're very important to me. In fact, we're going to be seeing each other very soon, are we not? Yeah, in uh, less than a week? In less? No. What's today? Today is today's the thirtieth. Yes. The, yes. So yeah, a less a less than a week because I'm coming down on Friday. And what are we doing? We are going to the Retro City Convention. <laughs> Retro City Festival. Festival. That's what I said. It's a festival. Yes, it is a festival. Are you excited? I, I'm really excited. Uh, one because I get to see you and uh, a couple other couple other people, hopefully. So, yeah, it'll be good. Are you looking for anything while you're there? Um, Come on, yeah. Top, top oh, okay. Three. Well, I um, my number one get is a modified Game Boy Advance SP. What do you mean modified? Well, like you have. That's not an SP. Oh, I'm sorry. Just a modified Game Boy Advance. A modified Game Boy Advance. With yes. a backlit screen. Correct. Oh, yeah. Dude, those things are Cause awesome. Because I've been playing on the SP for a long time, and that's like my main um, console for the black and white Game Boy and the, the Game Boy Advance games. Yeah. But the my it just it doesn't feel comfortable in my hands. No, your hands so, cramp up. It's too it's too yeah. it's too small. Like your 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 you know this fat part on your thumb? Like where all the mm -hmm. meat is, that those like touch while you're playing it. Yeah, I don't like it. You know, you can't have that touching. No. Gotta keep them apart. Look, look, here's mine right here. Yeah, I know. I've seen. Oh, it's so sexy. Uh huh. It. It's like one of my favorite systems now. Hold on, hold on. Let's yeah. see if we can hear. I'm gonna listen, listen. You hear this sound? Love it. Oh. That's good. That's good. So that's that's my number one. Good. Okay. I, what I, uh, I, what are you willing to pay? Because those things are not cheap. Well, I'm willing to pay the uh, appropriate amount. Come on, give me a number. What are you What are you willing to pay? Because these things these things are going to be like over a hundred bucks. Yeah, I know. And I um I had the system I was using to play my Game Boy games was the uh, um. The NES version of the uh, Game Boy Advance SP, mm -hmm. and um, I had that complete, complete in box. I, I so, know, I saw it. Yeah, so I I ended up selling that. So you I'm tried to trade it to me <laughs> for yeah, a yeah, modded Game Boy Advance. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, it didn't go over, but that's okay. Um, so I ended up selling it, and uh, I'm going to use my funds from that too. So I, I'm one fifty is like my was what I hoped to to get for or to 
uh, by the modified SP or the modified yeah. Game Boy. About right. Yeah. So it's it'll just be an even switch essentially. Anything else you're looking for? No, just some um, Nintendo NES manuals and um, some black and white Game Boy games. Hmm. Black and white? Which which ones? You know, a lot of the a lot of the Game Boy games, um, like the essentials, I have already. So yeah. it's kind of now I'm digging deeper into it and finding the kind of the random fun ones that going for the deep cuts. I don't know about. Yeah, dude. Are you going to look for Battle Unit Z-Off? Is that the mech fighter? Yep, like the shooter. One? Okay, yes. That one yeah, is that's, so that's, that's awesome. Yes, and it's like a $10 game. Hmm. It's so cheap. I can't believe more people don't talk about that. That that game, if I would have had that as a kid, oh. I passed on that one time. I was at the local shop, and I was just flipping through. They just kind of had a bin full of game boy games that were just kind of crammed in there and i flipped through it and i picked it up and i was like oh this looks interesting and i looked it up on my phone and the gameplay looked fun but then i you know i turned around and examined it a little bit closer and it was just it was smashed like the back of it was was cracked in half so i i passed on it it's a good game that one's yeah that one's always been kind of in my in the back of my mind cool yeah but i'm looking forward to it this will be uh yeah we're gonna have a slumber party Slumber party, yeah. It's going to be me, Layla, you, and Chris Roberts having a slumber party. Nice. At our place. Are you excited? You going to bring the I chicken am. and a biscuit? We could, we could do, we could make a, uh, a Chris Matt sandwich. Oh, what is that? It's you. Oh no, this is going me. In a, oh, okay. And Chris Roberts, like spooning, and I would be in the center. So it would so. be a mad sandwich. <laughs> Am I the, uh, does that make me the little spoon? I don't know. You can be in, I don't know. If you want to be the, the, the bottom bun or the top bun, I'm just going to be in the middle. <laughs> that's, that's like uh, putting a foot long in a, like a regular size bun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Next weekend is going to be fun, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the CC Portable Game of the Month of December 2018, the last game of 2018. Exciting. And that is the Capcom Classics Collection remixed for the PlayStation Portable. Now, typically, I don't choose games that weren't originally developed for the handheld system. This is a collection of arcade games from Capcom. However... Since the PSP is known as a compilation machine, has a lot of compilations, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, uh, I thought, why the heck not? I've wanted to do a compilation episode for a while, uh, and I thought, why not? This would be a great time. And, you know, I I was doing the whole advent calendar thing with Christmas and yada, yada, yada. Here we are. Um, I thought that was a good idea, by the way, the whole uh, advent calendar uh, tie-in. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I try to have some sort of tie-in. I always think it comes off a little cheesy, but I thought it was a fun little thing. You could play a different game every day if you wanted, you know? And actually, one of these games, which we're going to talk about, is three games in one. So it's really 22 games, if you think about it. That's true. So And there's it's almost 
what was there is there 25 days on an advent calendar or the yes, 24 20. is it just leading up to the day before christmas is the last day on the advent calendar i don't know there are 24 days on an advent calendar really oh so we almost yeah. had one for the whole thing yeah that would have been perfect had that lined up that way but it was still a very good idea well we'll count the start screen in the option menu and boom perfect nailed it 24 24 exactly Right there. Well, I we got a lot to cover, a lot of ground to cover. So I want to jump in. Let's let's do the history really quick. So okay. this game was originally released in North America on March twenty second, two thousand and six. This is a uh, portable version that takes the games from both the Capcom Classics Collection Volumes one and two that were originally released on the PS two and the Xbox in two thousand and five. Um, there is also a sister game to this that comprises. Uh, most of the other games from the Capcom Classics Collections Volume 1 and 2 called Capcom Classics Collection Reloaded. Uh, yeah, and that's the history. And what is the story of the game? There is no story. It's 20 freaking arcade games, and that's what we're going to talk about right now. So I had mentioned in the last podcast we're going to start this new thing called Pros and Cons. That's going to be our discussion of the game, talking about the pros, talking about the cons. I thought a fun thing to do this episode is since there's 20 games... We're just going to lump them in pros and cons columns and see what we come up with at the end. How many pros we got, how many cons we got, right? Makes sense. Matt Bandy, you on board with this idea? I'm on board. Fantastic. Let's talk about the games. Shall we just go in order? What do you think? Yeah, let's go in order. Okay. Well, the first game is 1941 Counterattack. And I want to remind everyone, these are all the arcade versions of the game. So... For instance, Captain Commando, Final Fight, uh, uh, Legendary Wings. These have home console ports on Super Nintendo, NES, but these are the actual arcade games that are on this game. So yeah, there was quite a there was quite a few of these that had uh, home ports too. There were very few of them didn't have home ports. Yeah, um, and this was one of them. 1941 Counterattack did not have a home port. Take it away, Bandy. You want to describe the game? Yeah, so it it plays. It's an overhead, top-down shooter, and vertical. Um, vertical shooter, correct. So it plays a lot, you know, just like the uh, 1942 and 1943. Um, but uh, yeah, essentially just just like that. I didn't spend a lot of time with this one, um, but um, I thought it was fun. Um, I, what I like about 19, this series is that in a lot of shooters, um, you take one hit and you're dead. This one, you have a little bit of uh, wiggle room. You have kind of a life bar. And um, so you can take a little bit of damage. And uh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I, I, I agree. The, the Having a life bar is huge for me in mm -hmm. shooters because I hate the one hit and you're dead. Um, this also, I also don't like the bullet hell games. I think... While this one is difficult, um, isn't crazy. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't paying attention so much because, as I'm sure you did in a lot of these games, I was using the infinite continues for pretty oh, much yeah. every game. Yeah. Because these are arcade games. They were made to just munch quarters. That's why they're quarter munchers, you know. They right. are supposed to kill you quickly so you pop in another quarter. And right. um, At least with we, some, some of the shooters, I think you could – they're a little bit more fair than some of the other yeah. games in this list. 
um, you know, you can kind of learn a little bit and just through repetition get better. The one thing I didn't like about this one was you couldn't hold down shoot. You had you had, you had to, to tap, tap it. it. That that's that'll be a, a recurring theme for me and some of the other shooters because the the fact that there's no auto fire is is kind of brutal. But yeah. I think it has to do with the charge shot because the, the charge shot option. Right. If you hold it down, it charges up a shot. So you couldn't really have the. Uh, um, auto fire on that, and the I don't know if you notice it, but the sound that it makes when you when you uh, have a full charge is really really annoying. Oh really? I did. Yeah, I didn't yeah. notice it. Yeah, it's an awful sound. This was one of the games I beat though on the collection. Okay. Um, it's it's not too long, but man, by the time you're done, your thumbs are just yeah, you know, just bone. You're down down to the bone. You've been clicking it so hard uh yeah i i i liked this one. Oh, the other thing i want to talk about so all these games have like it kind of bothered me you got this what is it widescreen screen yes. on, on the okay. psp but all these games like a vertical shooter was a very narrow screen right you know it was definitely hard to see but um because it was it's meant to be like on a like a long, a long narrow a long, vertical like a, like screen, right. like a Vectrex sort of thing. Right. And the way the PSP is set up, they had it to where you could. Um, there was a select option that had a couple different views. Did you do that? Did you play with that at all? Not on this one, but I did mess around with it on some of the other ones. So you could turn okay. it vertical, right? Right. You could turn it vertical, and it looked nice. But the control, it was this, made it the controls were still the same. Yeah, it made it. It didn't had it maybe flipped to where you could use the uh, up and down arrows as like a left and right. That yeah. might have worked a little bit better, but it was How kind stupid of stupid. Is uh, that to flip it and then the controls are the same? Yeah, it it was like, oh hey, this looks nice this way, but oh sorry, you can't really play it this way. Yeah. It was kind of a it it was yeah, it was a bummer. Well, anyway. We're going to have to move quickly through these games. Yes. So let's get down to the brass tacks. 1941 Counterattack. Would you put this in the pro column or the con? I, I put it in the pro column. Pro. I would yeah, too. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I'm going to – oh, you it, know what? Hold on. I'm going to write this down actually because I realized we're going to have to have two columns because we might disagree on something, right? All right. It could be. I'm going to keep track of this right now. All right. Bandy. 1941. That's a pro con. And you put it in the pro 1941. Me. Okay, I'm putting it in the pro too. Bam. Next game Avengers. Now, this was not based on the Marvel comics that everyone is familiar with right now or that movie from the 90s that I think is based on a like 60s TV show that had Rafe Fiennes and Uma Thurman. Oh right, yeah. It's not based on that either. No. This was uh this was weird. It it was weird and I um I'll go ahead and say I like this game. So let's describe. Let's so so imagine the top-down levels of Contra 3. 
Right. Um, I, I have. But mixed okay. with kung fu. Yes. Okay. That's good. I I was gonna describe this game as it's like the game Gunsmoke, but with kung fu. Yeah, kung fu for sure. It's, but I, right. I, I so I'm just thinking gun visual smoke, style, like that top down kind of Contra three. Do you know what I mean by gun the the Capcom game? Yeah, Gunsmoke, of course. Gun yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's like that is where you're you're moving up, and instead of shooting, you use you kick or punch. Yeah, so that reminded me of a lot of uh, of the game Gunsmoke. And then Kung Fu, where enemy like just a f- enemies are coming at you from every direction, crazy, right. you're having to kick and punch your way, and then every level ends with a boss fight. The thing I did right. like about this game is the levels were super short. I mean, you could right. beat a level in like five minutes, and there's only like what six levels somewhere. Yeah, something? you have to. Yeah, there's like is it is this the one where there's like. Every level you rescue a girl or somebody. Yes, and that's that one. It, yeah, because at the end, end of the level, it's there's a, a boss fight. But yeah, it was. Um, you beat this one. I, this was one I also beat. Yes. Okay. What did you think of the last boss? Remind me, what is the last boss? Okay, he. It was just some guy, some shirtless guy, that you fought, and it was almost like a. Um, he was like throwing swords, right? I don't remember, but he was insanely impossible or, or was that the one so where swords I were had, poking out of the ground or something i don't remember i don't know i beat it though but i yeah i, I mean again infinite continues right but the uh, the only way i beat this game was because i there was you can max out your lives mm-hmm. to where i think i had like six lives was like the max you could use right. per level and had i not had more than six lives i couldn't have beat the last guy i don't know how anyone would ever have it was impossible not to take damage it was impossible not to get hit it was and that's a really problem difficult. with with these arcade ports on home consoles is you really feel that when you're not when you're not actually at an arcade cabinet in an arcade pumpkin quarters and you feel that when you're at home you're like this doesn't feel like a real game it feels like right. a cheap fake game to get me to pay more right you know like, cause th- there's, you couldn't, this is a game. You couldn't memorize the levels and go through and perfect no. it. You are going to take damage. You are going to die. The game is designed to do that. Right. And uh, there's definitely s- some other games on this list that are, are worse about that. But, um, I thought the pretty much, there was a few other sections in the game where it was, there were some difficult spots, but um it was manageable but mm-hmm. that that last fight was it was just ridiculous yeah pro or con i would i would say pro on this one i'm gonna say con really yep i just okay. why would i ever come back to this game it was so dumb and repetitive and you yeah. were just doing the same thing over and over bionic commando and again, this is the arcade version, not the NES version, which I'm sure a lot of people are very familiar with. Bandy, have you played the the NES Bionic Commando? Yeah, very much. I, I honestly, I didn't even know there was an arcade game for this until the um, we played this game. Right. I've never seen the arcade cabinet before. I maybe maybe I knew about it, but I'd never seen it before. 
I have never played the NES one. I mean, I played it enough to, you know, I've played a couple levels here and there, but I, really? I wouldn't say I've sat down and played this game. Okay, so because my command that was a that's been a favorite game of mine for a long time. I, I played it a bunch as a kid, and that's one that I go back to quite a bit. So. Is it very it's different? One I, it's uh, yes and no. Um, you know, the graphics are obviously different, mm. but um, the gameplay is essentially kind of the same. You're, um, but um, there was one thing that I found frustrating in the arcade compared to the the home port. Um, and that was hard for me to get used to playing the arcade game is in the NES port, when you shoot your claw and swing, you can shoot your claw again and kind of continue the grapple. Mm-hmm. Um, this you couldn't, you could have one swing and wherever you landed, you landed. You couldn't, you couldn't swing out again with your arm and, and latch onto something else. So that kind of took me a bit to get used to. Hmm. And I think this game takes a bit to get used to anyway, the, the not being able to jump, really throws you that's such a right. staple of video games yeah and that's definitely this game's you know stick or it's it's, it's for saying sure. yeah. uh that being said though i had a lot of fun with this game i'm yeah i'm gonna put it in the pro column for sure yeah i would put this in the pro column too it's a little more balanced than some of the other games and you know it's there you know towards the end it it, it ramps up kind of quite a bit at the end but it's it's another one that's kind of and again it's short mad. you can beat the whole thing in like a half an hour yeah, there wasn't very many many levels on this one. The NES level or the NES game is is um, I think a little bit more in depth than this than the arcade game here because this one this kind of linear. You know, you go from one level to the next, and in the NES port, you get to choose different branching paths and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was uh, definitely of all the games on this compilation, this was up near the top for me. Okay. As far as the games I enjoyed. Uh, so there you go. Uh, now, now games I didn't enjoy. Oh yeah. dear, let's talk about this one. Black Tiger. I would be mm-hmm. very interested to see uh, or hear, I guess, anyone's thoughts out there. Have you played Black Tiger? Have you heard of it? What do you think? And I'm going to start with you, Matt Bandy, because you're here. Yes. So this was another one that I had never heard of before, but immediately when I saw it. I was interested in it because I, I like, um, yeah, I'm a fan of high fantasy mm-hmm. and uh, that genre, the sword and sorcery stuff. So this is, you know, already visually looking at it, um, that's appealing to me. So, let's explain had, the game. Make sure we, we explain what the game is at the, you know, at the beginning of each game. This one's uh, interesting. Right. So you're kind of like, uh, I don't know where the name Black Tiger came from because it could, that has nothing to do with any of the, any of the, you know, I don't, Black Tiger doesn't really scream, um, you know, dragons and swords, swords and, and, yeah. but, um, so you're, you're a guy it's with like a, a platformer, uh, I guess, like a platformer hack and slash type game. Right. And you have a, you have a weapon. It's like a sword, but it has a, you also shoot knives out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it, at first, it kind of reminds me of Ghost and Goblins, that that type of platforming, that type or, of level uh, did design. Did you play Magic Sword? Yes. It's kind of like Magic Sword too. It's similar to that. Right. The same kind of genre too, but uh, this game, I I I I hated this game mm-hmm. with passion. But 
I spent so much time playing this game too. It was ridiculous. This was the very first game I played on the on the uh, for this for this compilation. <laughs> what a terrible one to start with. It and I kept asking, I kept telling myself, why am I keep playing this? I'm like, it, it has to be getting over. It has to be I have to be getting close to the end. I didn't finish this game. I got to the eighth level and said, forget it. It's awful. I'm done. It uh, this was the definition of a quarter sucker. Oh, without a doubt, this game is so it, unfair. It, it was, it was, it was so cheap. There were you would um, even have the, there would be rocks that would fall out of nowhere. Sometimes it would just crush you and kill you instantly, and enemies would spawn on top of you, and it, it was impossible, impossible in this this game. It was so long. I don't know how many levels. I beat it. You did. I you did. actually beat this game. I think it's like eight or nine levels. I, I want to say it's eight. That's insane. I, can, I don't know how anyone could stand in an arcade cabinet and play this game start to finish. It was very frustrating. And at a, at a certain point, I felt like I needed to beat it just because I had put so much time into it, I was like, I need to have some sort of satisfaction. I, I thought that too, and then I just... Um, and the I, final boss? Oh mm -hmm. my god. Because yeah, you may have fight. infinite continues, but you have to start at the beginning of the fight, and if you run out of lives, it's you, you don't just get to keep continuing where the boss's health is. You have to figure right. out how to oh. beat the boss in this certain amount of time. And I got so right. good at fighting the stupid end boss for the game that... It, it reminded me of um, like people who are really good at Pac-Man, how they can psych mm -hmm. out the ghosts with certain tricks. You almost had to okay. learn how to do that with this boss. You had to like psych it out. So what was hit. the final? What was the final boss? Because I know they recycled a few of the bosses. Yeah, they just game. kind of recycled. There's like a dragon that you fight, and then there's like right. this like lizard man. And it, if I remember right, I think the last guy, or at least the, what's sticking in my head, is like a lizard man. He's like he's okay. like a golden lizard man. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. It's awful. Just the worst game. Play it to see how bad it is, but play like the first level. Don't. don't I got to. It. I got to a point where I I was curious as to how much money I would have pumped into this game had I played it in an arcade. Because I I, I can I would have pumped like one quarter in and I would have been like screw this game. But no, I'm saying like if I like me playing on the PSP. Like correlate that with how like how much money would have actually oh, right. gone. In. Oh, like thirty bucks, thirty, yeah. forty bucks, easily. It was ridiculous. I hate that game. I hate Black Tiger. Yeah, I think that's there's probably a reason why we didn't know about it. Yeah, why it gets lumped into a compilation. It's awful. Moving on. Let's oh, put sorry. this in the con pile. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I already wrote it in the con. I figured we were both cons on this one. Next up, Block Block. So this is a breakout clone where you got mm -hmm. the little paddle at the bottom of the screen and you're hitting the ball, bouncing it, and trying to break all the, the bricks. And there's like 50 levels, uh, different designs. It's, it's, it's a fun little game. Yeah, not, you know, not a lot to say about it. It's, it's a, if you've played uh, Arkanoid or Breakout, you've, you've played this game. Uh, it's fun. Um, I think it suffers a little bit on the PSP because of the... Um, Using a D-pad, um, sometimes kind of controlling the the little guy at the bottom, the the paddle was 
was um, kind of touchy. You don't you don't have much sensitivity on it. And um, so I think this game probably would have been more fun in the arcade if you had like a I don't know if it had a little rollerball or. I agree, something. but yeah, a, a paddle controller or rollerball you need that for the, the these breakout games. Yeah, they're, they're not as fun when you got to use a D pad. No. That being said, where would you put it, pro or con? I put it in the pro because you know I like these games. I like the the breakout type stuff. That's fun. I I will also put it in the pro column. Captain Commando, classic. Uh, it's the game that everyone thinks is where Capcom gets its name, Captain Commando, but it's not. It's something computers, like Capital Computers or something. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Beat 'em Up also had a port, a very faithful port, I might add, on the Super Nintendo. What did you think? So this was a game, I was familiar with this game um, from the Super Nintendo, but I'd actually never played it. Uh, I'd seen footage of it, and I know of the game, but uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Beat 'em Ups. Um, they're okay. I get kind of bored with them after a while. But actually, I had a lot of fun with this one. It was more fun than I thought. Um, the animation was great. I played mostly as the ninja guy. Okay. And um, I liked that there was there was some kind of subtle little details in the game where you some of the deaths of the enemies, depending on how you killed them or who you used, they would they would die a little bit different. Like the ninja guy used a sword. And sometimes if you killed them using a certain combo, they would slash in half. And the, the boss fights, if you were using the ninja guy and you finished the boss using the ninja, he would slice them in half. They'd, they'd cut in half and blood would, would shoot up. And it was, uh, it was cool that way. And there were some other little, just little nuances uh, in the background. And uh, it was just the animation and the, um, that was gorgeous. Yeah. I agree. Beat 'em ups are weird because they're they're kind of like the block block. Beat 'em ups not played on an arcade cabinet feels weird and is not as fun for some reason when you're in an arcade and beat 'em ups I've always said are best enjoyed with friends. They are not fun to play right. by yourself. And I think another part a uh, reason why they can get kind of boring on on these compilations too is like you know you have infinite continues. You know if, hey, if I sit down and play this, I'm going to beat it. Yeah. It's like, where is the, there's not a lot of challenge. Right. So a game, in order to keep my attention and to find fun, I, you know, it has to have some other aesthetic or something to, um, that's appealing. And I think I found that through the, just the graphic and the, yeah. Um, yeah, my only qualm with this is the again the the last boss fight on this thing was ridiculous. Oh, that's the one where the swords were coming up in the ground. I think. Yeah, this was like next it to was impossible. Very to, hard. Yeah, you get yeah, you go I, through the I whole was, game pretty easily, and then you get to the final boss, and it's like the hardest boss ever. It was insane. Like yeah. I would, I would maybe get a hit and then die. Right. And it was pretty. Yeah, it was. I don't know if it was easier if you have. Uh, uh, you know, playing with a buddy or something, but uh, yeah, that, that was that was my only complaint about this game was that 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 boss fight was there was it was uh, very cheap and just it was tough. Where would you put it, pro or con? As a pro, 
Yeah, for sure, pro. I'll put I'll put it in a pro as well. Um, Final fight, classic. Do we need to say much about this? Not a lot. I think uh, you know it was. I um, played a bunch of the NES port as a kid, and I the think NES. That one, I'm sorry, the Super Nintendo. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's fun. Uh, I think the difficulty on this game it ramps up uh, pretty steadily. Like uh, uh, you, you can make it through the first couple levels on the arcade, which I think is fun. Um, you know, it's uh, to be able to just to pop in a quarter maybe and get a little bit feel like you've um, gotten a little ways in the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, it's it's hard to knock Final Fight. It's such a classic game, especially in the beat 'em up genre. You know, it's it's up there. It's right up there yeah. with Turtles in Time, I think. Um, and it's a fun game, but again, not as fun playing it by yourself. No. But pro column? Pro. Pro. We've, we've oh, only I, disagreed on one game so far. That's interesting. I, I'd like to also point out is on on this, um, on the PSP, on the collection game here, you can do co-op with a buddy. Did you know that? Yeah, you can do uh, local wireless, right? Local wireless, yeah. Yeah, which is great. Yes. So keep that in mind, which that does make, the, that does bump it up a little bit. Um, for the record, Final Fight was actually the first game I didn't beat on this collection. I didn't beat every game. I beat a few of them. But Final Fight, I didn't play. I, I, I played a little bit of it, but I've played it so much before that I didn't need to do it. Yeah. Um, Forgotten Worlds. So now we're starting to get into some weirder territory. This also had a home port on the Genesis. Okay, I didn't know that. I have not played the Genesis port, but I am aware of it. Uh, and this is like a this is a shooter, uh, kind of interesting actually. It's got some horizontal mm-hmm. stages. It's got some vertical stages. It's even got some diagonal parts to it, which you don't see in a lot of shooters. And this is one where you are not a sh- spaceship. You're like a guy. Right. It's, uh, it plays if you've never played this, and it plays a lot like the. NES game Scat? I've never played Scat. Okay. It's it's basically kind of the same same thing where you it's a um horizontal shooter and you can one button shoots one direction, the other button shoots the other direction. But this one kinda of has Oh a right, thing. yeah, yeah. This one you can shoot up, down, backwards. Yeah, it's almost like a, I I was interested I I didn't look to see what I wasn't curious to see what the what the control scheme was like on the uh, on the arcade cabinet. Because I could see it having like some uh, stick you would maybe turn or. Oh yeah, because sometimes you did need to shoot. You had to shoot down and up. That was that took some getting used right. to, but it wasn't game breaking at all. It was just a strange. You don't see it in a no. lot of games. Uh, no. Pro or con? Uh, this is tough. Really? For me because yeah, it was fun, but this was another one that. In the arcade, I probably would have put one quarter in and said, forget it, because it was tough. It was hard. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So for this comp, playing it on this, I would say it's a pro. But if you were playing this in the arcade, I would say it's a con. Interesting. Okay. 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 
did you have something else you wanted to say? Just that this was, you know, another big quarter sucker and the, yeah. the very, the, the, the bosses were hard. The boss fights. I thought the last boss fight was easier than some of the like mid tier bosses hmm. in the game. Hmm. I guess I don't remember it that well. A lot of games, people, a lot of games. Yeah. Uh, I will also put it in the pro. Okay. Uh, last duel. I don't remember this one. Do you remember this one? Uh, yeah, because I I played this one actually a lot. This was another one that I was like, I'm not gonna let this game beat me. Um, oh, I, this was a shooter. I remember I didn't like this one because I felt everything was very narrow. Yeah. Like you're in a um, spaceship in this one, and it's right. Vertical. Okay. Okay. I was getting this mixed up with another game. Okay. But uh, yes, um, I was getting this one mixed up with the uh, the Speed Rambler. Oh no, we'll get to that one. We got plenty to say about that one. But uh, yeah, the last duel was. Did you ever play Bump and Jump? That game. I did not. Okay, so it kind of it, in Bump and Jump you play. Uh, you're in this dune buggy trying to rescue your girlfriend, or okay. but you you have, to, you, you have to jump up in the game to jump over different obstacles. So this was a. Uh, that kind of reminded me of <clears throat> of that to where you're in the car level or um, you would, uh, it was like a vertical shooter. And then like it would, the next level would switch to, you would transform from the car into a spaceship and it would be a horizontal shooter. Hmm. Does this back. have horizontal levels? I didn't play very much of this game. I didn't like it. I, I don't even know if I beat the first level. Well, the horizontal level was when you were in the car. And then the vertical. Wait, I think I'm. But you're talking about bump and jump still, aren't you? No, I'm talking about the last duel. Oh, this one. Oh, yeah, because there's the. the yeah, card. I'm just saying this game reminded me of bump and jump. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't play a whole lot because I I wasn't digging it, so I'm putting it in the con column. Where where do you land? Yeah, it's it's kind of forgettable. I would put it in the con. I enjoyed the the shooter levels better than the than the kind of uh, car levels. Mm -hmm. if, if it was just a straight shooter, it would have been a lot more fun. Fair enough. Legendary Wings. I didn't have a lot of fun with this one. I really enjoy the NES game. And um, it's not as fun. This game is it's, it's hard. Um, a lot of kind of cheap deaths in this one too. And this is another one where they they would uh, switch between kind of a, a vertical shooter and a horizontal, horizontal yep. platformer to where you would go down in the level and then you would kind of be walking and, uh, you know, shooting your way through the level. But yeah, this one, I, I didn't play it very long cause I wasn't having fun with it. So me neither. Um, I, I don't even really much care for the NES version. I know everyone, likes it i'm in the minority i think i've just never had a lot of fun with it so i'm putting it in the con yeah this will this con for sure all right magic sword uh so this has a port on the super nintendo mm -hmm. and it's similar to black tiger I don't even put those two games in the same sentence. Okay, fair enough. Black Tiger is very terrible. <laughs> yeah. I, this game is, like, repetitive. 
Yeah, but you know, I think it's because I'm maybe a little biased because I, you know, like I said, I'm a fan of the genre. So okay. if I'm playing as a barbarian dude and a wizard, I'm I'm happy. So I like this game. I thought it was, you know, it is kind of repetitive, but it's it's fun. Doesn't it do looks it. nice. It's pretty. Doesn't do it for me. It's another kind of like you're basically just going up a tower. Yeah. That there it, it is a platformer, quote unquote, but there's really not much platforming to be done. You're really just hacking away at at enemies. Mm-hmm. This game was a little bit more balanced too. It wasn't so insanely hard in the beginning. You could kind of right. make it a little ways and before you had to pump in some more quarters, maybe. But what column are you putting this in, pro or con? I put it in a pro. Pro? I'm putting it in the con. Yeah. Really? I don't think I would revisit it. No, I didn't really care for it. Uh, Mega Twins. Was this the... I didn't play a whole lot of this, and I'm bummed, because the little bit I did play, I really dug. Okay. Okay. This one reminded me kind of like Joe and Mac. Did you ever play that? Yes. Yes. It It was like a combination of Joe and Mac and Wonder Boy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And this was one of those games that, like, man, I never played anything like this in the arcade. This would have been such a treat to stumble upon in the arcade. Yeah. The graphics are very cute. Yes. It's kind of got that chibi style with the big heads, the little Mm -hmm. bodies, like uh, a la, you know, River City Ransom, Mighty Final Fight, that sort of stuff. I I, I may go back and revisit this one. This one was was fun and caught me by surprise because there's a lot of shooters – and beat em ups on this compilation. And then this platformer kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah, this one, I, I I don't know why I didn't spend a lot of time with it. I didn't play it much, but it was, I had fun the the time I did play it. Yeah, so both in the pro column, I take it. Yep. Mm, pro. Cool. Next up, Quiz and Dragons. This is probably the weirdest game on the list. Agreed. Agreed, yeah. So this did this tickle your fancy? This is basically a Dungeons and Dragons style game as far as wizards and sorcery and fantasy, but it's a trivia game. And right. it's that like late eighties, early nineties trivia. It's very yeah. specific trivia. Yeah. The the questions are very dated. Like they're asking and about cheers and like the Michael Keaton Batmans and <laughs> Yeah. They're they're um, there's a lot of uh, like a lot of the pop culture questions I'll get in this game. I, I'm like, okay, I know it. You know, I grew up in that time period, so um, I'm familiar with them. But a lot of like there was a, some more like news or like highbrow kind of questions. Right. Like, I have no idea. Uh, there's a, also a lot of sports questions too. Yeah, I should also mention it's a board game. So think like Mario Party. But instead of mini games, you're fighting goblins and ogres and stuff, but you're fighting them by answering trivia questions. Right. You have to roll dice and, you know, you move the amount of spaces. And then at the end of each board, there's the boss. Yep. And uh, you can. You have to answer like more trivia questions. Their health is basically the amount of trivia questions you have to answer to beat them. So the lesser ones, you might have to answer three questions, two questions, or some of the higher levels or the bosses, you might have to answer eight questions. And you can get power ups if you find treasure chests to where. Did you get any of those? Of course. 
it'll um, it'll knock out one of the questions. So you only have three options instead of four. They're all multiple choice. It'll knock out one right. of the, the answers. Yeah, you'll, it'll give you yeah. four answers. They and one power up might only give you like two answers. So you got a fifty fifty chance of getting it right. Yeah. Or one of them even shows you the answer to pick. Did you get that one? Oh, it's, really? no, it's like the Ring that. of Wisdom of, or something. Oh, okay. uh, it was pretty fun. This was my favorite game on the whole compilation. And this is one, <laughs> really? yes, hands down, hands down. Wow. And I would have you loved to guy. find this in the arcade. Are you kidding? Yeah. I would have yeah. sunk so many quarters into this. Yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, I played this game till almost the end. And I dropped my PSP. I was at work. Um, I was sitting on the couch and I moved and it slipped off my lap and it game popped out and reset. So, and I, uh, I, I was bummed cause you know, it was towards the end, but uh, I wasn't going to start up and, and play it again, but I would have played this game to completion had I, had I not dropped my PSP. It's super fun. And for all you cartridge yeah. clubbers out there that are looking for a, a letter Q for your, uh, console ABC completion thing. It's a good way to get the letter Q because you'll beat it. Trust me, you'll beat it. You just got to put in some time. It takes about an hour to beat. It's just super fun. And at, I want to take this moment too to give a shout out to Catherine from Flock. Okay, I was just gonna say I was like I don't know if they played this game, but this is I immediately thought of uh, Miles and Catherine when yep. this when I started. This playing was this Catherine's game. favorite game on the compilation too. So oh, nice. I'm right there with you, Catherine, and she's been playing along, beating a lot of the games this month. Um, being very vocal on on Twitter, and it's been just a joy. And if I had a little bit more time and we weren't dealing with all this holidays and in between Christmas and New Year's, I would have tried to get her on here too because um, I think she'd have a lot of stuff to add. So I'm, I'm throwing it out there. Catherine, if you're listening, I want to get you on the CC Portable sooner rather than later. I have January booked, but after that, you get first dibs. Um, because I just, I had so much fun uh, talking with you on Twitter this month. So thank you, Catherine, for, uh, for all your involvement. Do we have any more to say about Quiz and Dragons? Oh, where are we putting it? Pro or con? I, it, clearly a, a, a pro. pro for me. A pro. Pro. Good. Um, section Z. So some of you might be familiar with this. This had a port on the NES. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, just one last thing about Quiz and Dragons. Why didn't that get a port? Why didn't there? Why weren't there any games like that, like trivia games? That's awesome. I guess there's like Jeopardy and Family Feud and those types of yeah. games. But this was such a great idea. Anyway, Section Z. <laughs> What'd you think, <laughs> Matt? Um, you know, this is another game, Section Z. I played a ton of this as a kid on the Nintendo. Um, I never played the arcade until I played this. Um, I found myself thinking I wish I was just playing the NES version. Uh, the graphics on this one were pretty bland. I didn't make I it very far in the game. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. And this and is it, one this, where you can shoot another forward one. and backwards again. It's a, it's a shooter, horizontal shooter. And, yeah, I didn't play very much, so I don't have much to, to add about this one. This was another one where you had to keep hitting the button. There wasn't an auto-fire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I I didn't play this very game very much, and uh, I would put it in the con pile. Ooh, con pile, section Z. Well, we're getting here towards the end, but this is another game that I was looking forward to talking to you about. Speed Rumbler. Now, did you skip one? 
Oh yeah, sidearms. Yeah. Sorry. Let's talk about sidearms. Uh, what do you have to say about sidearms? Uh, not a lot. Um, I I used to play this game on the Turbo Graphics. Oh yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, I was familiar with it through that. This was another one. It's kind of generic. Um, another one where I have to hit the button a bunch. There's yeah. no auto fire. I, I will say I don't think the shooters fare very well on this compilation, or just no. on handhelds in general. Like it's unless you can hold down the button. Come on, it's not yeah, like the arcade where you're tapping it. There, I don't know. That's much more comfortable. Yeah, I th- I just think I think shooters or. Um, fare better in the arcade versus the you know playing on a handheld. It's yep. the screen's small. It's kind of hard to hard to see. So uh, this was kind of forgettable. And oh. I I put it in the con. I'm putting it in the con too. Sorry, sidearms. Yeah, I had fun playing it on the Turbo Graphics, but uh, yeah, and it's one of those games that say on the Turbo Graphics, for instance, if you had the joystick controller. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Those games were Yeah, I think it's where you, where you have the turbo button or whatever. Yeah. Where you can just hold it down. That's that's what it's all about. Yeah. All right, Speed Rumbler. Let's talk about Speed Rumbler. This was one Okay. Let's set the stage first. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves. You're in a car mm-hmm. and your goal is to every level you have to just get a certain distance up. You're 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 driving vertically. Um avoiding it's, it's, enemies kind of, kind of a maze there's not like a direct route you can weave in and out of the level yes it kind of plays like jackal on the nes i know i compare a lot of these games to the nes games but fine. Uh, that could help you uh get an idea if you haven't played the game um you can also get out of the vehicle which right you really only use as a last ditch effort if your vehicle's about to explode it's on fire. You know you need to try yeah. and get to another vehicle. It's next to impossible to get to another vehicle. I, I Okay, so I got kind of good at this game. I played it a bunch. Really? This was an, I, <laughs> This is another game on the list I kind of have a love-hate relationship with. Um, because I, I wanted to like it, and it, it got really, really frustrating. Um, a lot of the deaths were pretty cheap. Um, the control of the car was pretty stiff. It mm-hmm. was kind of hard to get going sometimes. Yep. Uh, and one another thing that you had there was besides the amount of lives, there was also a time limit. You had right. it was like you... four, four minutes. If you didn't make the level in four minutes, you died and you went back to the beginning. That drove me nuts. I got there was a couple levels where I got so close to the end and I died and I timed out and had to restart it. But I finished this game. This was uh, I got to a point where I just stopped and said I uh, wasn't going to play anymore and I went to bed and woke up the next morning and finished it. Wow. But um, yeah, it. Uh, well, you have more patience than me. I gave up right around level four. I think there's like six levels. That le- yeah. that one level where the trucks start running yeah. into you, they like follow you. Yes. Oh, oh my, God. my God, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, that was the first. Oh, where you start timing moment. out a lot. Yeah, that was the first time I was like, I don't know if I'm going to finish this game, but I yeah, I just persevered, but I wasn't going to let the game. It's bring a really me down. interesting that, that idea 
but it is so ungodly hard. Like really yeah. uh, ridiculously hard. This is a quarter sucker, a quarter muncher. Yeah, this this was a no. Had I played this as a kid, I would have put one quarter in, played it for maybe a, you know, one quarter and said, forget this. You know, there were times where you remember in Wayne's World when he's the uh, Noah Vanderoff <laughs> is talking about the the gelatinous cube. Like thing is, he can't beat them. So the kids keep pumping in the quarters. He can't. Be, I, that's what I thought about that level four in this mm-hmm. game. I was like, is there a level five? Can you beat this level? This is way too hard. Yeah. No, this one would have been impossible. Uh, where are you going to put it? Pro or con? I'm going to put it in the con, but I would recommend you play it. I, I'm i going to say the same thing because it's really interesting, but yeah, it's such a terribly it's tough a, game. There were some parts where I had fun with it because it was challenging. Yeah. But it was just so, so, so cheap. So yeah, cheap. Very cheap. Very unfair. Yeah. This next one's kind of interesting. The very first Street Fighter mm-hmm. named Street Fighter. Most people are familiar with Street Fighter 2. And to a lot, that is where the series truly started. But let us not forget, there was a Street Fighter 1. And I believe it's actually called Fighting Street, and maybe they changed it. I know it was called Fighting Street on the Turbo Graphics. I'm okay. not sure if... Maybe the arcade was just called Street Fighter. Yeah. yeah. In any case, what did you think of the original Street Fighter? I think it's an important game to the genre but I think it's a bad game. Oh, it's really um, bad. Yeah. Um, you know, you only play as, as Ryu. Um, the, it's really unbalanced. Um, some of the fighters, um, there was one fighter in particular, um, about midway through the game, I would take two hits from the guy and be dead. And, um, it was hard to pull off moves like uh, fighting or throwing your, your fireball and the tiger uppercut. It was, uh, it was impossible to do sometimes. I was you know, putting in the right commands, but it just uh, wouldn't do it. And I've heard that was a knock on the game I'd heard. It was, it was hard to pull off some of the moves. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to Zangief and um, could not beat him. I tried for a good half hour and just – and gave up it was it was impossible it was it was just so cheap so cheap i played one fight i couldn't even beat <laughs> the first guy i said well okay. i listen i'll be the first to admit i suck at fighting games and i really sucked at this game but i can still appreciate when a fighting game is good or bad and they did not have it figured out at this point yet no it took them making this game to get to street fighter 2 and for that i can appreciate it but there it's, is it's, very little redeeming so, qualities about the original that would make you want to go back and play it. Yeah, it's it's so cr- the leap from Street Fighter Two, or from Street Fighter One to Street Fighter Two is incredible. Oh yeah, major. Yeah, you you wouldn't even think this was a Street Fighter game. No, it's awful. Con, con. There we go. Strider. Now, this was one that got ported to the NES mm-hmm. and the Genesis. 
And I, I'm not so familiar with the, the Sega Genesis version, but I think that's a little more faithful to the arcade than yes. the NES port. Um, this game, you know, looks nice. I played a little bit of it. Um, I thought the controls were kind of floaty. Yes, that is a knock I would have in any version of the game is that the controls are kind of floaty. Yeah, um, I got to a point in the game where you're running down like a um, a snow embankment, and these you have to jump and jump, otherwise these bombs are will explode and you'll get hit. Mm-hmm. I couldn't make it past that. It was like in the second level, and I just I gave up because I was just getting frustrated with that. So I didn't I didn't make it very far in the game, but uh, yeah, um, you know, visually it looks nice, but. Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. I, wh- where I would you put it, pro or con? I I put it in the con. I think people um, would uh, have more fun playing the the home versions of this, the console versions. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Three Wonders. Now, this is a very interesting game. Mm-hmm. And I wish I would have played this earlier in the month because I probably would have stuck with it more. Much like Mega Twins, I yeah, let this one kind of slip by and I didn't have a lot of time to play it. Uh, this is actually three different games. You have a platformer, a shooter, and a puzzle game. So I this didn't is play the puzzle game. It looked to me, it looked like it was a Bomberman kind of. Did uh, you play it? Sort of. Have you ever played Goof Troop no. on the Super Nintendo? Yes. Okay. You know how you kill the bad guys by like shoving blocks into them? Yes. Imagine okay. that's the whole game. You have to okay. eliminate all the enemies by shoving blocks into them, but you can only kick a block like one direction. Mm-hmm. So you have to be careful how you do it. Uh, yeah. It's basically that. It was fun. And uh, there, I forget what the games are called. There's, um, it's called like Midnight Crusaders or no, there's, Ah, what is it called? The uh, first game, it kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, uh, Metal Slug, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the name of the three games are uh, the the platformer is Midnight Wanderers, the shooter is called Chariot, <laughs> and the puzzle game is called Don't Pull. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I don't know why. That's just funny to me. What aren't you supposed to pull? The blocks. You can only push them. Oh. Come on, Bandy. Stay with me. Sorry. So this game, I didn't get to play a lot of, but I would absolutely go back and check this out. This is a fun one. Did you – you didn't play this one very much? Not not very much. I kind of went through the, the, the game in order um, or the games in order. I was kind of doing that too. Kind of getting towards the end and um, – um, yeah, I played the first two games a little bit um, just to kind of get a feel for them. I didn't go back, but uh, yeah, they were fun uh, from what I played. It, it uh, you know, it seemed uh, balanced uh, from what I played of the first levels. I think I just played the first level of the of the um, first two games, and they were fun. Mm-hmm. I would put it in a the pro pro section. Oh yeah, me too for sure. Just because this would have been another really fun one to find in the arcade, I think. Yeah. Um, and then the last game, which is another shooter, and its name is Varth. 
with a V, like Vader, like Varth Vader. Uh, did you play Varth? Uh, a little bit, and this was probably my favorite shooter on the on the compilation. Yes, yes, I'm fun. so glad you said this, and you know why? Why? Because you can hold the button down and keep shooting. Yeah, you can. I love that. Now, this is a long game. Shooters are not typically that long. This is like an hour-long game. Oh, really? There's okay. like 30 oh. levels, and the oh. first 15 of them are like level, boss, level, boss, that sort of thing. And then the end of the game kind of becomes like just a boss rush. Okay. But very fun. Your thumbs will be tired by the time you're done with this. But yeah, it is easily, easily the best shooter on this game. Okay. Yeah, I, I that's crazy that it's that long. I didn't know that. I only played it for the uh, first couple levels, but uh, I thought it was fun. Um, uh, did you reckon that? Or there's a power up system in the game, and when you get the power ups, it sounds exactly like the power up from Altered Beast. Did you catch that? I, well, I did, see. I didn't play Altered Beast a lot, but. Okay. I do know what you're talking about, but yeah. I, uh, I've i played Altered Beast maybe a total of three minutes in my whole life. Okay. But cool little factoid, Matt. Yeah, I know. It was a good story. Matt facts. <laughs> and those are the 20 games. So uh, we got our pros and cons column. I'm just going to count them up really quick and see where we stand. Okay. All right. You ready to hear the pros and cons? Final tally. We'll start with yes. you, Mr. Bandy. You had 12 in the pro column and 8 really? in the con column. Okay. So the scales were tipped a little bit more in the pro favor. While myself, I had 50-50. 10 really? in the pro and 10 in the con column. Okay. Well, what does that mean? Let's get down to it. Matt, are you ready for the Three questions of doom. I'm ready. Great. Question number one. Is this a good portable game? No. Why? Uh, I, uh, I would say it's not a good portable game just because of um, maybe the length of some of the games. Um, any of the... Um, compilation games uh you know i think they're fun to kind of get a an idea of uh you know what some of these arcade games are like uh had you never played them before but i think these are more suited for playing in the arcade um playing on a bigger screen um i think uh, just the the size of the uh the psp um it would be more enjoyable on a, on a home console or a, an arcade um, so yeah, I think, uh, as far as a portable game, it's probably not one I go back to. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree. I mean, it's fun to discover games that you wouldn't otherwise find, for instance, quiz and dragons, unless you're yeah. in an arcade that never had a home port, you're not going to find that. You might find that, you know, or you'll find that on this, uh, mega twins, three wonders. These are games you would not be able to play otherwise and for that it's great you discover to me those three games uh make this compilation worth it 
Um, but as a whole, you you don't need it. Which brings me to my next question, which I think I just answered. Should this game belong in your collection? If you like to collect games and uh, are a fan of arcades, yeah. But for the average person, no. I'm going to say no as well. And finally, out of five, five being perfect, how would you rate this game? I would give it a two. Two? Yeah. That's freaking harsh. I know. Uh, it's funny that I say that because I had more games in the pro than con column, but um, yeah. Just I'd as a whole. It a- it's, it's, it's whole presentation, the weird screen sizes, the controls that didn't fit. It's... I'm going to give it a three. I'm going to say it's average because there are some games that are t- completely playable. But other games, you know, for instance, Block Block or uh, take any of the shooters, for instance, those don't really th- – those aren't fit for a handheld. They're, they're, right. I wouldn't go back to them. Um, no, and the even games, games like game, Block Block, which I liked. Right. You know, the, games or fun. the games can be fun, but they're just not suited for the, for the machine better played in an arcade yes yeah i did want to talk about some other compilations because there are so many on the psp and so i've got a few here i'll mention them will i miss a few that are on the psp yes probably that's not the point i'm not trying to go through all of them but just because there is such a bevy of compilations i thought it'd be fun to go through and We'll just, excuse me, we'll just give our thoughts on, uh, you know, quick thoughts on each one. Goodness gracious, I'm burping like I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, and this is in alphabetical order. So we have the Activision Hits Remixed, which is a collection of 40 Atari 2600 games, including Hero, the ever-elusive Hero, and Pitfall. You think that'd be worth it? Those, it's, that's the thing about these compilation games is like there's so many of them and there's so many ways to play these games it's, they're not hard to f- you could find the compilation on on any uh any home console really so yeah uh atari classics evolved so this is 11 atari games with updated visuals so for instance asteroids where it's got fancy backgrounds and the asteroids look like real asteroids. <laughs> that these Atari games, I, I don't know. I I didn't grow up with Atari. I it's I don't have the love that other people have for it. So this yeah. really means very little to me. I think you know Atari games are best suited to play on the Atari to play on the home console. Yeah. Yeah, because you know it's part of the experience. I mentioned it before, but there's the Capcom Classics Reloaded, which is the uh, sister game of this. It's got 19 Capcom games, so this one actually has one more. Um, but that one has Street Fighter 2 and Gunsmoke on it, uh, among others, which hmm. pretty exciting, Street Fighter 2. Um, I actually think that one might be pretty fun with the wireless playing. Okay. You know? I mean, if yeah. you're going to play Street Fighter 2 with a friend, that's a good way to do it and kind of lends itself to a PSP. I, I don't know. 
So that that one might be might be worth it. Uh, this one was kind of fun. It's Capcom Puzzle World. So it's just a collection of five Capcom puzzle games, like uh, the oh, Super, Pu- puzzle, fighter? Super puzzle, puzzle Fighter. Super Puzzle Fighter. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah, that might be fun. Uh, EA Replay. Fifteen EA games, including the Road Rash trilogy. That was I looked at the collection of games, and to me, that was the most notable games on there. Was the Road Rash trilogy. <laughs> I think I've said enough. Uh, this one is a little bit more collectible. It's the Gradius collection. So that has Gradius 1 through 4 and Gaiden. I don't are know. Arcades, or are they are they games that are designed for the PSP? I, th- I think, again, these are like arcade. Okay. Because I, 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 it's just the, it's the collection of Gradius games, which mm-hmm. already existed. I don't, so again, shooters don't lend itself well to this. I don't know if this would be worth it. The Gradius games, I'm sure, are great. Don't know how good it would be on the PSP. Yeah. Uh, the King of Fighters collection, the Orochi Saga. I don't know King of Fighters at all, so I'm sorry if I butchered that. Uh, and this comprises uh, King of Fighters 95, 96, and 97. I know nothing about King of Fighters. This means nothing to me. But I do like that King of Fighters has, like, they number it with, like, the year it came out. Okay. I yeah, like that. I, I'm not... I'm- I've never played that series. I know the series, but I've there's never a played. lot of King of Fighters, and I like that mm-hmm. they have like 95, 96, 97. There's like a 2000, 2001, 2006, whatever. Uh, Metal Slug Anthology. So this is Metal Slug One through X, which is the seventh one. So seven Metal Gear games. This one, pretty cool. Yeah, I I love Metal Slug though. Uh, the Midway Arcade Treasures Extended Play. This is 21 Midway games, including Mortal Kombat 1 through 3. <sighs> Moving on. I can see Matt doesn't have much to add there. Uh, Namco Museum Battle Collection. So this is 21 Namco games, including uh, shared games that can be played without two UMDs. So this is kind of fun. So you can do like you know Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and other, I don't know, Nam, maybe Dig Dug, something like that. I don't know, Namco games, shared. I don't know, might be fun, might be dumb. At least they tried. There is the Power Stone collection, which is Power Stone 1 and 2. Did you know that there was oh, another well. way to get the Power Stone games besides Dreamcast? These yeah, are like really collectible games on the Dreamcast. So if you were looking to play them, you could find it on the PSP. Throw that out there for Didn't you. Didn't know that was available. There's the Samurai Showdown Anthology, which is uh, Samurai Showdown 1 through 6. And then there's the Sega Genesis Collection, which is 33 Genesis games, including Star and Fantasy Star 4, which is a little collectible. That one I own. I also own the Sega Genesis Collection. Good way to play all these Sega games on the go. Do I do that much? No. The SNK Arcade Classics Volume 1. I believe there was only ever one Volume 1. I always think it's funny when something is, is Volume 1 and there's never another one. Like Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings, fellow, or Lord of the Rings Volume 1 on the Super Nintendo. There was never a Volume 2. <laughs> yeah. uh, but this has 16 SNK games, including Metal Slug and King of Fighters. So if you're looking for you know, SNK games, it's a good compilation. And then finally, the Taito Legends power-up games and i put 24 title games i actually looked at them and there was a lot of stuff i'd never heard of so i don't know title games apparently but i know title are they all arcade games probably yeah yeah so 
Anyway, as you can see, a lot of compilations on the PSP. What do you think? Are compilations worth it? Like, is this great? Like, should there be this many compilations? What do you think? I think compilations, it's kind of a cash grab. Yeah. I think it's, it's a, you know, it's a cheap way for the, the companies to, uh, uh, you know, to reissue their stuff uh, without, you know, having to develop, make a new game. But there are just so many of them. They're so readily available for any console. Um, you know, it's kind of cool to have some of them portable if, um, you know, you want to play them on the go, but, um, yeah, I think they're best suited for their, you know, for a home console or, uh, or their original arcade. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Well, we made it. That is it for the Capcom Classics Collection Remixed. We're done. That was We're a done. lot of games. That was a lot. A lot of games. I like doing those. It's fun when we get to do the little blurbs about each. I like covering multiple games in one episode. Yeah. And speaking of games and episodes, let's talk about what is coming up in the next three months of the Cartridge Club Portable. Very fun. I'm very excited. 2019 is shaping up to be a very fun year. And that all starts in January with our Shantae double feature Cartridge Club Prime will be playing Shantae Half-Genie Hero, and Cartridge Club Portable will be playing the very first original Shantae for the Game Boy Color, which is also available on the eShop for your 3DS. You can get it for like five bucks. I'm, I'm excited about this because uh, I've only played one. I've played the uh, Half-Pirate. Is that the name of that? The Pirate's uh, Curse. The Pirate's, Pirate's Curse. Yes, I've played. That's the only Shantae game I've played, and I had a lot of fun with that one. So I'm looking forward to being able to play both of these games. Very cool. Well, I just played. Or I, I I've also played the Pirate's Curse on the 3DS, and I recently just beat Half Genie Hero on the Switch. And spoiler alert, I didn't like it. Oh, really? But I loved Pirate's Curse. Huh. So I'll be interested to hear what uh, Cartridge Club prime has to say about it i couldn't believe i didn't like it that's shocking and it's it's very different from uh pirate's curse okay so anyway uh who knows what we'll think about the original shantae you'll find out next month and then in february we have our cupid's arrow game and that is kid icarus uprising for the 3ds some people say this is amazing best kid icarus game out there other people say this is terrible, terrible controls. What was Nintendo thinking? This is a disaster. We'll find yeah, out. Do you love I it? Do you played, hate it? I've never played this one. Me neither. But I've, yeah, I've heard, uh, heard things. Yeah, mixed things. So uh, we won't have any mixed signals in February because we're going to get to the bottom of Kid Icarus Uprising. And then finally, dun, 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 the big announcement for March... March Madness 2019 will be returning. Do you remember March Madness from last year, Matt? If I am correct, it's a poll? It will be a poll and uh, where you guys – sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. No, do you remember? What did we do? I thought I did. <laughs> you, we pick a system. You guys will be voting on which system we will be playing in March, and then you guys get to play whatever you want on that oh, system. Yes. Very fun. I think it was one of my favorite episodes last year. Uh, we did the 3DS or the DS. You could play either or. 
and you sent in what game you played, and then we ran down and we talked about all the games that everyone played uh, during the month. So this year, you're, we're going to limit it a little bit more. You're going to be voting on the Game Boy, the original Game Boy, the Game Boy Color, or the Game Boy Advance. So starting in January, I'm going to throw a poll up for one week. It may already be up by the time you're hearing this. It may already be over. Uh, but you are going to vote on one of those three systems. And then come March, whatever system you guys vote on and wins, you can play anything you want on that. And then talk about it on Twitter, in the forums, wherever. Nice. Do you have a preference between those three? What would you vote for? I would either f vote for original Game Boy or Game Boy Advance. Um, not a, I, there's not a lot of games on the Game Boy Color exclusively that uh, I enjoy. But there are some hidden gems on the Game Boy Color. I think the Game Boy Color gets overlooked oftentimes. There, I yeah. agree. There's, there's m much more <laughs> to pick from on the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance. But the Game Boy Color is kind of the unsung hero of the Game Boys. Yeah, for me, when Game Boy Color was out, I was not playing a lot of handheld gaming at that at that time so i I, I missed a lot of those games I, I don't know a lot of the games for the game boy color yeah well we'll find out what you guys want to play uh very soon and that is what is coming up in the next three months of the cartridge club portable like i said um i look forward to hearing what you guys will be playing in march and i hope you check out the forums and speaking of the forums man that was a terrible segue Check out the forums at cartridgeclub.org where you can uh, share your experiences alongside us. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at CCPortableUnite. Let me know what games you'd like to play. Or if you want to be a special guest like Matt Bandy here. And where can we find you, Matt Bandy? Uh, you can find me occasionally on Twitter at xmattbandyx and uh, on Instagram. On yeah, I go through phases where... Frequently uh, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there'll be absences every once in a while, but uh, I come back. Um, so you can find me there or on um, um, Instagram at uh, at level one one, um, and you can find me at the uh, Retro City Convention. That's right. Next weekend, gonna be fun. Well, thanks for being here, Matt. I appreciate you taking the time to play the game of the month with me and then join me on this podcast. So uh, the floor is yours if you want to say anything. Otherwise, we're going to wrap this puppy up. Yep. Just thanks for having me. And uh, always a pleasure. Absolutely. Well, CC Unite, and we'll see you guys next month for Shantae. Take care.